Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to The Strata, a Beyond the Dark production. Season 7, Lost in Darkness. Part 2. Navigate the conduits of Branch 92 for hours, trying to find a way in. But it's only when the floodwaters recede that we find her. Tala's body is wedged under one of the reinforcing struts in the release siphon. She's cold and pale. Silent. There's no hope of revival. When the overseers finally arrive, they're far too late to help. Well, you two, this is quite the mess you've given me, isn't it? A mess? Really? Is that all you've got to say? What's your problem, Imena? A young woman lost her life out here, Overseer Labine. A tragedy, yes, but what do you want me to do? Spark up some scan lights and build a shrine? How about you start by showing some goddamn respect? Okay, hang on a second here, everyone. Just... just calm down. Hey, don't try to blame this on me. I had no part in it. Exactly. Where were you when we needed help? Huh? 
What the hell are you and your pals doing over there at Central, Levine? I tried to call in for help, and no one would even pick up. Didn't you hear? We have a staff shortage. <laughs> you guys are supposed to be coordinating the entire underground. Are you going to tell me you can't even organize a roster? There's more to it than that. Yeah, I can imagine. Listen, Overseer Levine, can we get Tala's body out of here, please? We've been waiting hours for someone to take care of it. Why, there's no one from the incident response team available. Well, that figures. Let me guess. Staff shortage? Very perceptive, Himena. Well, we can't just leave her here. No, we can't. That's why one of you is going to have to do it. What? We're pump mechanics, not a med crew. You wanted me to make a decision about the roster? Well, I'm making it. Himena, I'm assigning you to convey this body out of the underground. Top priority. I wouldn't know where to start with that. It's okay. I'll come with you. There's a conveyor unit on its way here right now. You can use it for transportation through the tunnels. I've never done anything like that before. Where am I taking her? To Central. A meat wagon will be waiting there to take you to the morgue. Of course, you'll have to stay with the body until the paperwork is filled out. Once that's done, I suggest you go home and get some rest. You're leaving? My work is done here. But you haven't even investigated the scene. There are other matters that need my attention. What about the incident? A worker died here. Aren't you even going to ask what happened? I already know what happened. You two screwed up. But- There'll be time for a full investigation later. For now, carry out the task I've given you, and try not to screw that up too. Levine wasn't kidding about that staff shortage. Central's like a ghost town today. Mm, look, over there. That must be the med truck. Open the back up, will you? Yeah, sure thing. I got to stand back. That's it. She's, uh... She's ready. Guess I better take a ride. Uh, you want me to come with you? There's no point both of us going. Why don't you head back and get started on the pump repairs? See if you can get that monitoring cluster back online. On pump 7? No chance. That thing's toast. We need to replace the whole unit. Shit. Hey, do you remember the serial number of that model? It's, uh, 2G7 series. Uh, 2G7-91, to be exact. But we don't have any spares, if that's what you're thinking. We should order another one, then. Oh, that'll take weeks. Maybe not. Huh? Give me a sec. Who are you calling? Not calling, just sending a message. Would have done it earlier, if there was any reception in the underground. What message, exactly? I think I know someone who can get us that part sooner. One of the overseers? This med truck is leaving. I've gotta go. Yeah, sure. 
Go and get some rest, Shaq. You need it. Hamena, uh, Look after her, huh? See that she's treated with... with dignity. <sighs> yeah, will do. The med truck is automated, and there's no one aboard except me and Tala. While the journey to the morgue is short, only a couple of blocks, it feels like forever. The body bag is translucent, and I can see the outline of Tala's face under the sterile, white scan lights of the compartment. I realize that I haven't even stopped to consider the ramifications of what happened down there this morning. What must her family and friends be thinking? Do they even know? Take the body in through a loading dock and hand her over to a worker in a white coat. Who do we have here? Uh, her name is Tala. I just brought her here from the underground. I'll take it from here. I was told I need to fill out some paperwork. Sure, someone will be with you soon. The worker takes her behind closed doors while I wait in some kind of staging area. There's not even anywhere to sit, so... I end up resting against the wall. Exhausted from the morning's events, I feel about ready to collapse. But somehow I force myself to stay awake. Hello? Is someone there? I... I need to get back to work. I enter a room covered in grimy yellow tiles from floor to ceiling. It's cold and smells of antiseptic. There are dozens of bodies laid out on steel benches, their pale faces exposed to the cool air. A man with raven black hair hunches over a body. Tala's body, I realize. As he examines the back of her head. Uh, excuse me. I was told there was some paperwork I needed to fill out. I've been waiting here for hours and... Yeah, thank you. Just walk away. That's really helpful. Appreciate it. Uh, what are you doing in here? Apparently, I need to fill in some paperwork for a colleague of mine. Name? Tala. Oh, uh, she was processed hours ago. Everything's done. You can go. <sighs> yeah, okay. Thanks for letting me know.
Imena, up in. Hey, Rust. You okay? You look tired. Tired doesn't even begin to cover it. But, um, it's fine. I'll be okay. Thanks for the pickup. Should I be worried that you asked me to pick you up here? Outside of morgue? Let's just say it's been one hell of a day. You want to talk about it? No, I... Not really. That's okay. Uh, hey, I got that part you wanted. The monitoring cluster. 2G7-91. Oh, that's... That's great. I knew I could rely on you. It's in the back. I had to pull a few favors to get a hold of it. And it's not exactly straight off the assembly line. Seen a few years of service, actually. But I've been assured it'll work. Appreciate you going through all that trouble. And don't worry, the overseers will approve the payment. Just might take a couple of days to get through the system. Sure, sure. No problem. Just out of curiosity, how come you couldn't get this through the normal channels? That was going to take too long. And it's really important for me to get this pump fixed right away. Before another... <sighs> another what? Um... There was an accident this morning in my branch. One of my co-workers was killed. Shit. I'm so sorry to hear that. It's awful. Are you okay? Uh, yeah. Not a scratch. But, I mean, did you see it happen? I was right there, yeah. So why are you still on the job? Shouldn't you be with a, uh, grief counselor or something? <sighs> A grief counselor? Yeah, for your mental health or whatever. Come on, Rust. I'm a pump mechanic. You think the overseers give a shit about where my head's at? You watch someone die and you're just supposed to suck it up? I can't blame the overseers for this one. To be honest, the whole thing is my fault. You're being too hard on yourself, like you always are. No, it, it's true. I'm responsible for someone's death. A young woman who'd still be breathing if I hadn't made the wrong choices. And I have to live with that. How are you responsible? There was a malfunction on one of our pumps. I was in the control room at the time and was in charge of coordinating the repairs. We were getting a high rate of overflow into the pump chamber, and Tala was supposed to leave, but she must have gone in the wrong direction. I'm sure you did everything you could. No, I didn't. That's it. I'm taking you home. You're not in the right state of mind to go back down there. Rust, you need to take me back to the underground. Please. Jimena, just stop. Stop with what? This crusade of yours to save everyone in the strata. A crusade? Give me a break. I've seen how much you're busting your ass behind the scenes, trying to get the blood rot treatment rolled out in Dockerton. You're burning yourself out. That's because every one of those blood rot victims deserves a chance at life. I believe that just as much as you do. I wouldn't be helping if I didn't. But you have to draw the line somewhere. You can't save them all. I can, and I will. And what about Carlita? What? You're hardly spending any time with her lately. Don't you dare question the choices I make with my daughter. 
Well, where is she right now? Staying with Tanati's family, like she always does while I'm at work. The same place she stays when you're out helping people with blood rub. <sighs> so, I'm a bad mother now, huh? Are you going to report me for that? Have them take Carlita away from me? Of course not. I... I'm just concerned about you, okay? And, as per usual, I'm handling this conversation about as delicate as an orbital nuke bombardment, but... That's an understatement. Can I just take you home, please? I understand what you're saying. I do. But the best thing right now is to get back to work and fix that pump. Why? For my own peace of mind. Once it's working properly, I can relax a little. I'll know that the same accident can't happen again. The other pump workers down there will be safe. And you promise me that after you've done this fix, you'll head home and get some rest? Yeah. I promise. There. Are you satisfied now? Not really. But from that look in your eyes, I can see this is as close as I'm gonna get. Mr. Carver, Gnarly, please step right this way. What's this then? Well, this is my cell. Hagmire, I thought you had something important to reveal. If you made us walk halfway across Black Hall just to look at your filthy bunk, I'm going to be very disappointed. If the two of you can stand in the doorway and block the view of any guards who might walk past, I'd appreciate it. This geezer's wasting our time, boss. <clears throat> Just wait a second while I climb under here. Look at him, slimy little bugger. Where's the little ferret trying to go now? All right, here it is. Take a look. You have a phone in your possession? Ugliest phone I ever saw. This is not a phone. It's a device of my own creation. I call it an interceptor. How did you get it through security and into Black Hall? It never went through security. I built the interceptor from parts here inside the lockup. A transmitter from an intercom here, a display screen from a control panel there. How has no one noticed you taking these parts? The guards are clueless. They find an intercom not working they get the unit replaced. They don't bother to check if any components are missing. So what do you do with it? Well, there are a lot of things I can do with it, but as far as you're concerned, the most valuable function is the ability to listen in on the guards' radio conversations. You can do that. Here, put this in your ear. Check it out. Hey, Billy, did you check that camera on Block 2 in the East Wing? Oh, for weeks. What do you hear, boss? It seems legitimate, but I fail to see how eavesdropping on some pointless guard chatter offers any value. The guards waste a lot of time shooting the breeze. You'll get no argument from me about that, but they also drop a few nuggets here and there, too. Such as? What exactly do you know about Mr. Scarridge and his organization? Well, we all know he's dead for a start. 
The organization has a number of personnel who reside here within these walls. Those contacts are my direct conduit to Scarridge. It's how I've been able to bargain with him. It's also how I learned about the breakout tonight. Yes, I thought so. You learned about the breakout directly from these contacts? That's right. And I happen to know those inmates, some of whom are former lieutenants, are 100% loyal to the Scarridge organization. Oh, I have no doubt they are. But the problem is, there's no organization that exists outside these walls anymore. Not in any meaningful sense, at least. That's ridiculous. You can believe what you want, but I've heard it directly from the guards. They talk about it quite a lot. Talk about what? After he was killed, Scarriage's organization fractured. The lieutenants started fighting amongst themselves over the scraps, and a civil war broke out. There were some high-profile casualties, some powerful players, and that made things worse. Now the whole organization is scattered. The lieutenants are looking out for their own interests as they scramble to grab whatever power they can. You're sure of this? It's been quite a hot topic amongst the guards. I've confirmed it from multiple sources. Scarriage's former lieutenants are just rabble now. And unfortunately for you, rescuing loyalists from inside Black Hall is the last thing on their mind. They're too busy squabbling over the scraps of the Empire. And yet, the breakout is still planned to go ahead. You've been deceived, Mr. Carver. So have your contacts. The breakout isn't real, and no one knows that except the guards, and me, and now you. I don't see the point of this deception. Why would anyone concoct a plan like this without any intention of going through with it? You're not seeing the big picture. The Scarriage organization is on its knees, just waiting for the killer blow. The vultures are circling. What vultures? It's not freedom that's waiting for you out in those tunnels. Instead, it's the Fortunato crew. They're the ones who have hatched this whole scenario. The Fortunatos. They want to destroy what's left of Scarriage's legacy before his people can regroup. They've already begun targeting lieutenants on the outside, crushing them taking over their channels of communication. Now their eyes have turned to Blackhall to finish the job. Why here? You said it yourself. There are still Scarriage loyalists inside, some of them former lieutenants. The Fortunatos are just being thorough. They won't stop until the last of Scarriage's minions are turned to dust. Yes. I think I'm beginning to understand now. I hope you do, because this plan tonight, the one that you thought was so clever, has nothing to do with a prison breakout. It's an extermination. This podcast is made possible by my supporters on Patreon. If you'd like to hear ad-free, early release episodes, as well as my exclusive series, The Strata, Luna, head over to patreon.com slash beyondthedark. Your support means I can keep bringing you more seasons of The Strata.
Season 7, Lost in Darkness. Starring Elisa Marteja, Jason Churoy, Rhiannon Marshall, David Cook, Nate Barham, Wyatt Henry, Melissa Medina, Addie Nofall, Alex Ross, Connor Howard, Paul Reinbach, Vera Tarn, Ray O'Hare, Tim Alexander, Gordon Williams, Frankie Jackson, Liam Delane, and Lady Theta. Created by Mark R. Healy, a Beyond the Dark production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. This is Yanni, and welcome to Season 2 of Harlem Queen. Thank you for listening. The season picks up with the search for Michelle. You are listening to the Floyd J. Kelvin program. And now, straight to the headlines. Manhattan debutante and socialite Michelle Mondesir has been kidnapped from her Connecticut boarding school. There is a tri-state search for Mademoiselle Mondesir, who is 15 years of age, Caucasian, and was last seen yesterday evening going to her dormitory. Stephanie is frantic and she risks all in order to find her missing daughter. We will find Michelle. There are troopers all along the New Jersey and Pennsylvania highways. That's not enough. Madame Stephanie St. Clair posted a $10,000 reward for information that leads to the safe return of Ms. Mondesir. You need to take down your reward, Stephanie. I will not. Those no-good couples are already saying she's dead. The connection between the debutante and the numbers queen is unclear. And Stephanie still has to contend with Luciano and Schultz plotting to push her out of her own turf. Word on the street is that it's Schultz. Who cares about a lost colored girl? This one is white. Fifth Avenue debutant, lot of money, well connected. And I want to find out why Stephanie is so fixated on the girl. Stephanie is highly invested in her safe return. What do you need me to do? I need you to cheese it. What about St. Clair? You tried to clip her twice. Is she pushing up daisies? No. We're going to get her another way. Even Halstein is suspicious. Is he truly a friend or a foe? She's putting herself behind the eight ball. There's something more there, and I need to find out. In the meantime, someone has to earn the money she's deciding not to earn. You have no power in this case, Stephanie. In fact, you're a liability. I will do everything in my power to get her home safe and sound. Listen up for season two. Harlem Queen is a recipient of the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council's Creative Engagement Grant. And once we all get through this safe and sound, we will have a live radio show of Harlem Queen this fall. More episodes to come. Take good care and stay well. Thank you.